Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This isn't really the start of the new series. This is just me having a rant that I'm going to turn into a podcast. So I'm recording it live for you people. Hello. Oh, I recognize some of those names. Hello, boys. So yeah, this is me having a rant, and I'll be back with the normals. <laughs> the normal service that you all enjoy so much very shortly, I'm sure. But in the meantime, here's me having a strop. This is Probably True, a multi-award-winning podcast containing strong language and adult themes. It would be boring otherwise. Recently, there was this big discussion about five-year-old kids learning about LGBT families as part of their school relationships education syllabus thing. The discussion, as it was, came about because some parents didn't think it was appropriate that their kids learn that homos exist in case it somehow ruined their fragile innocence or something. As if knowing that gays are a thing might somehow convert them. Being gay is not like the ice cream van. You know, if you don't hear the bingy bingly noise as it drives down your street, you might happily go days or weeks or even years without thinking about sucking a lolly. But then once you hear that fucking tune, it's all you can think about, isn't it? No one wanders through life happily enjoying boobs and lady parts and things until someone goes, oh, by the way, gays. And then suddenly everything changes. I was quite into boobs until you mentioned it, actually, but since then I've been craving a massive willy right in my bum. It's not like that, is it? We know we're different, always. And actually having someone say, hey, it's okay, there's lots of people like you, you're not alone, you're not a freak, it'd be really fucking beneficial, especially when they're young and vulnerable. Imagine how much of a difference it would make to some poor kid's mental health if they know that there's plenty of people like them around. And the huge number of LGBTQ people who commit suicide every fucking year, it's because they feel alone or different, or they're afraid to be who they are because they might get the shit kicked out of them or whatever. And it's not like, oh, if we don't teach them about it, they might not be gay. You know, like that time when I got taught about Pythagoras' theorem and spent the next three years thinking I was a triangle. Doesn't work like that, does it? Anyway, the parents' argument was, we're not homophobic. We just don't want to expose our kids to this way of life. I've had a think about this. The best possible response I could give to that is, yeah, you are though, aren't you? Just a bit. You are though. You are. Yeah, you're a bit homophobic. I mean, you can say, I'm not homophobic, but, but then if you say something homophobic, then yeah, you are, aren't you? I love the idea. I'm not homophobic, but I don't think my kids should have to come into contact with gay people. If you're not sure if what you're about to say is offensive to a minority, swap that minority for a different one, like this. I'm not racist, but I don't want my kids coming into contact with black people. Sounds a bit wrong, doesn't it? Sounds just as bad the other way around. I don't like that test because it's quite reductive and it simplifies everything a lot, but fuck me, it works, doesn't it? As far as I'm concerned, the only time you should use the words I'm not homophobic but is if you immediately 
follow them with something completely unrelated. I'm not racist, but I slept really well last night. Oh, what's that got to do with being racist? Nothing. I just said I'm not racist. Were you not listening? I also love the way the person saying the thing gets to decide whether they're being homophobic or not. It doesn't work like that. You do not get to decide if you're being homophobic. It's like, I get to decide that because I'm the one who's being offended by the thing that you're saying. You know, like, I'm not homophobic. I just don't want gay people around my kids. Think of it another way. Let's switch this one up as well, you know. Uh, imagine being a policeman, finding a guy standing over a dead body, holding the knife that killed him, and the guy says, I'm not a murderer, but I just really like killing people. Oh yeah, sorry Sarge, we thought we had him, but then he said he's not a murderer, so we had to let him go. Or another example. Okay, yeah, I drug people, and then I have sex with them without their consent when they're unconscious. But I'm not a rapist. As if somehow, for you and you alone, the act and the person are separate. Other people are homophobes. Other people are racists. You're a good person who just happened to say something that got taken the wrong way. Yeah, no. Again. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It is, isn't it? It is a bit. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Think about Liam Neeson. Remember when he casually threw into conversation earlier this year that he went out at night looking for a black man to kill? Not once, but for a whole week, he went looking for a black man to kill. Didn't matter which black man it was, as long as he got to kill one. So? He's not racist? Wanting to kill someone just because they're black? That doesn't make him racist. It kinda does, actually, yeah. Bloody Nora. Anyway, back to the kids in schools being taught that gay people exist, and that's okay. Happily, this isn't a a sentence I use very often, but happily, this ended up with a discussion in Parliament, and there was a vote that LGBTQ relationships should be taught alongside all the boring ones, which was a nice change, actually. If you want to know what I'm talking about with that, go back and listen to an earlier episode of this podcast called Section, where I talk about when this happened last time and how horribly the government fucked it up. Then, the fuckening happened. If you're not familiar, the fuckening is when, however good or bad your situation is, you just know that there's something there that's just going to make it ten times worse. That's the fuckening. And should have seen this one coming, but never mind. In this case, the fuckening was BBC question. It was the BBC. The BBC said this. BBC question time asked the question, is it morally right for children to learn about LGBTQ issues? Morally right. Don't get sucked into that. It's the same question, but someone wants to ask it in a way that disagrees without feeling like they're the bad guy. Oh, I'm not against queer people existing. I just don't think it's morally right. Should we teach our kids to treat each other equally and respectfully? Yes. Yes, we should. Ah, but is it morally right? Oh, well, now you've put it like that. I'm not sure. Get in the fucking bin. The question itself implies that there's something morally iffy about being a queer in the first place. Morals are a choice. Actions are a choice. How you think, how you act, that's up to you. It's what you do that counts. The way you react to these kind of things that matters. And if you're like, hmm, yes, actually, that is an interesting question, then you're as bad as the people asking the question in the first place. And it's obvious that whoever wrote this question knew what they were doing. They didn't want it to to blow up in their face the way it has, happily, because they wrote it in that way that kind of covers their back a little bit, you know. Oh, we're not judging one way or the other. We're just asking the question. Except you are because you asked the question in the first place. You know, slavery. Should we bring it back? I'm not judging one way or the other. I'm just asking the question. 
actually, the thing that's frustrated me most about this one is the fact that because it came from the BBC, I paid for it. I paid money for people to ask me if I should be allowed to exist for children. Because, due to the unique way the BBC is funded, my licence fee went towards that show. What if I stop paying my licence fee and I use the same money for Jaffa Cakes and pornography? Just for me. Not saying I should. I'm just asking the question. Anyway, back to the point. You can't justify hiding the entire existence of gay men and women because you're worried your child might turn out gay. There's no brochures. We're not, we don't get convinced. We do not recruit. It just is. It's who we are. You're not going to teach someone to be gay, but you might teach them to be happy about it and, you know, a little bit better adjusted. Speaking as someone who never had anyone explain what being gay was or that it was acceptable, valid and equal as a way of life, it didn't stop me sucking a lot of dick. Loads of dick. In fact, if anything, had I known as a younger man, I might have had a better relationship with my own sexual desires. I might not have tried to equate sex with emotional intimacy. I might have been less promiscuous. I might have been less at risk in my 20s. So yeah, teach your kids that gay people exist and can be happy. If they're not gay, it won't bother them. And if they are gay, they might not suck off quite so many strangers in pub toilets, for example. This was probably true. The multi-award-winning podcast series written and produced by me, the multi-award-winning Scott Flashheart. This and every other episode of Probably True is available on Spotify, iTunes and your favourite podcatcher, as well as probablytruepodcast.com, where you'll find links, transcripts of every episode and all the good stuff. If you like what you've heard, please share it with your friends, leave a positive review and donate to the Probably True Patreon if you'd like some extra content. If you didn't like it, you can find me on Twitter as UnlikelyLad or by searching for Probably True Podcast on Facebook. Come at me, bro. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.